Before we get started, a word from 3BR, a sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. 3BR Distillery is a producer of unusual craft spirits, featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room at 7 Main Street in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit is made from peas and is an homage to a family recipe, secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Learn more about 3BR at 3BR Distilling on Instagram or visit the tasting room at 7 Main Street in Keyport, New Jersey. Co-host, well, and special guest Ed from Cannon Fodder. You may or may not have recognized that. Um, we are here today to talk to you about Black Adam, uh, and wow, I think I speak for all of us when I say a little surprised. Definitely surprised. It oh, was actually yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's just get right into it because this is going to take the entire episode because there's a lot to uh, unpack, as they say, uh, in the corporate world here. Mm-hmm. So let's just get right into it. Guys, let's talk about it. So it's weird talking positively about a DCEU property. That's a weird I feeling, I guess that's right? where we are yeah. today. Absolutely. It's like, an- I'm like slightly annoyed that I liked it because I was ready to be like, yo, let's shit on this movie. I was so excited to shit on this movie. Yeah. And then, but then as you watch it, you go, oh. So basically, the person who edited the trailers and did all the marketing needs to be fired because I was ready to shit on this movie because of the way the trailers look. Dude, it's like the exact opposite of of the original Suicide Squad. Because I don't know if you guys remember back in like 2016 or 2017 yeah. when that trailer yeah. came out for Suicide Squad. It had like the Queen song in the background. You're like, this movie looks fucking awesome. Like I'm super oh, yeah. excited. And then they were like, this is gonna shreds. save the DCE. Yeah, and, and then, then you, Batman. You were like, oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. And then you saw it in theaters, and you're like, oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> this well, movie the exact opposite the worst parts of this movie are in the trailer yes exactly well the thing with Suicide Squad too is because they already had the tone for it. it was supposed to be fun and because they had such a negative response to Batman for a Superman they're like no make it moody and they had to recut the whole thing to shit <laughs> let's make it even more fun yeah exactly <laughs> more fun and exciting yes yeah so so that's so that's like you know let's let's talk about the positive things first okay. right so the first thing that immediately struck me about this movie was that oh my god Somebody at Warner Brothers actually read a fucking comic book. Like, yes. the origin story of Black Adam that on. they tell was, and, and I know that's been retconned, you know, yeah, yeah. all different ways, but this origin story they told is pretty much the OG origin story of Black Adam in the comic books. And as yeah. far as I can tell, it didn't contradict what we knew of him from Shazam. Right. Which is also surprising because normally DCEU just like keeps on like forgetting what they just said. Exactly, yes. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we'll talk about the world building in a moment because that's a, a big thing about this movie. But yeah, like, I like the fact that it was very accurate to the comics and they made the story of his origin work, which was also a good thing and a bad thing. It was good in the sense that it was like comic accurate and, and they made it work. Yeah. It was bad in the sense that like, I'm not going to lie, the first like 15 minutes of the movie when that shithead kid was narrating the entire beginning, yes. I, I wanted to like, I wanted to walk up and well, leave the theater. Also too, <laughs> I, I, the, just the narrative flow was interesting because... It was very obvious that the kid's father was the rock. You saw his face. Yeah, then, it wasn't a big reveal. Right, even like and then I'm like, and then it's literally like, literally 10 minutes left to the movie, and it's like, now here's all this exposition on how, oh, it wasn't the kid. And I was like, I thought that was kind of assumed because they did the Steve Rogers thing of let's like, paste the rock's face on like a mildly skinny body oh like, that was the most expensive part of the movie was making <laughs> was making the rock not look jacked yes <laughs> and what's so funny about that too is so just like when they did it with uh chris evans and captain america it was it was okay it looked like it could but work it was still because a little off it was yeah. still a little awkward because like because like chris evans was always especially in the first captain he's always more cut than he was jacked like yeah. they literally just put the rocks regular jacked melon yes. on this tiny scrawny body and it was so obvious it was oh, so out yeah. of place <laughs> yes for sure like barry bonds see i'm glad you guys <laughs> caught on that whole that it was the father because i honestly i'll admit that i was surprised when that happened but i think it was partially because i had already zoned out in that first 15 minute narrative sequence because it was yeah. so infuriating. Well, it, it was, was like, kind of like boring. It was, and also like it just 
like I get it, but it was just like the whole thing of like, oh, so like the king loved his people, but he was like, fuck all y'all, I'm gonna make you slaves. And I know like at that point I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why would he enslave his own people? Yeah. And I was just like, all right. Well, I'm, the whole th- yeah, they were really they were really pushing to create this crown, this MacGuffin that he could fight for and all that stuff. Right. But they also went out of their way to not show the father's face as he was talking. So whenever right. you do something like that, like people are like, they know filmmaking 101 now. They're just like, well, why? It's really weird that these two people are having a conversation where we're only seeing one person's face. Yeah. So we already know that's going to be a reveal. What could possibly be the reveal? There's only one other character who survived from this time that we know. Right. Exactly. Well, because again, right off the bat, they like they pissed me off in the very beginning. Because again, I was once we got to the five minute mark of this narrative opening sequence, I was already like, okay, like there, there can't be this much exposition that you need to give me. Just get to the fucking story, right? Right. And then they introduce this again, so it's largely comic accurate. And then they get the Eternium. I'm like, uh, okay. oh, you mean I, you mean the Unobtainium? De- like, no, no, you mean the DCEU's vibranium? Yes, yeah, like, like <laughs> it just it remind it reminded me of like it was his kryptonite, and then it was like I had yes. flashbacks to Avatar with their fucking Unobtainium, oh, like no. just this mystical little like yeah. you know thing, yeah. which in the, in the MCU. Vibranium makes sense. They explain what it is. Eternium is just this fucking rock that when you right. put it together, like it has, has co- like it just yeah. Ugh. Vibranium has like very particular like like metallurgical aspects to it that you know. It's not just some like MacGuffin where like it's yes. just magic in a stone. Yeah, and, okay, and they made which it, is literally this is what it was. And at least in the MCU, they make a point to explain that like the vibranium comes from a meteor. That, that that's why you can only find it in Wakanda because the source like, of their like right. development. Yes. It's and, not just this like mineral that exists. Yeah. But, but all literally, the that's what it was. Planet. It was like he was digging in his backyard and he was like magic stones. <laughs> Enslave everybody! I want all of it. Like I was like that. That's where we're gonna go with that. Okay, magic I, stones. But I mean, I did like the part of that scene where you saw. The, uh, the wizard, Digimon Husu, I think I might be pronouncing his name correctly, from yes. Shazam. That was a great, that was so a let's, great touch. let's talk about this, because this is, this is one of the things I liked best about the movie, is the fact that it, it actually did um, actual world building for the yes. DCEU, and it did world building Shazam. that actually made sense. Right, because like, Shazam <laughs> mentioned Black Adam, but never showed us Black Adam. Yep. That's because even back then, even though they had like announced the Rock movie fifteen years beforehand, yes. <laughs> they still didn't know if the Rock Shazam was or the Rock Black Adam was still going to be made. Yeah, because but the they thing mentioned is, the Rock had to probably put so much of his own yeah. money in it until it was made. Seriously, but you know it worked out for him because oh, I mean, yeah. if you look at the box office, we're, we're recording this on a Sunday, and if you had, like, 150 uh, if, yeah, right? no, yeah, well, it, it did. Um, Domestic of like over of just about seventy, which is nice. you know like which is very high, especially in in, in the the recent um, box office receipts. But yeah, they did a great job of tying into Shazam because you don't need a huge Shazam connection. You just need so we said Shazam a bunch. The suit was different, but like kept the same kind of look. Yeah, and right. you had the wizard. Like that's all you need. You just need this like tangential connection. But this movie was full of connections in a way that like Marvel does so well that DC doesn't like right. having different characters from Suicide Squad it's like and, they finally figured it and out. Peacemaker yeah. like like just because this character is there you know they're a cop like it doesn't matter like you don't need to know their name or what they're doing but to have them like there right like it, it's world building that you don't normally have yeah. and then they had like I mean even in the uh, Shazam movie like the wizard Shazam was like I'm the only one left there was a bunch of me and then to see like when they were making yeah, him. Yeah, all of them die. That was yeah, great. But you see all, like, six, very briefly. But they'd be like, oh, like, let me tell you, this movie, talk about world burning, it was like, really was like, we're just going to give it all to you. Yep. Because we got the whole, like, oh, the JSA has been around for, like, 50 years. I'm like, oh, we're go- we already went there with it. Like, all right. Yeah. Like, and see, that was a smart thing they finally did. Like, they, they finally took a page from the Marvel playbook. Because, like, Marvel does a really great job of world building via origin stories but they yes. also every once in a while give you things that they feel like they don't need to explain yeah. and that's what the JSA was and they actually did a very good job of it in this movie especially by like hearkening back to the fact that the JSA has been around for a long time Hawkman sort of and Dr. Fate to... had this long relationship right like yes. it was a very good way of doing it but then on the flip side though so here's the it was a good and bad some of the world building was a little too like meta-ish for me with like the fact that that fucking kids room 
just every oh. DC Wonder Woman posters, Batman comics. So they were all comic posters. Yeah. But they were all comic posters with like suits and characters that aren't canon to this world. It, exactly. There was a was Superman so poster with the underwear on the outside. <laughs> what is that supposed to, like that doesn't right. exist in this world. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. like I don't mind meta, but make it make sense the world that Right, cuz the, there was make it, Are you like why and why did it look like the Jack Kirby comics? Or I know Jack Kirby well, is Marvel. But I'm saying like the old school like But all of them were yeah, actual no, posters. Yeah. And comics that exist. Remember, out of his backpack fell a bunch of DC comics. Yeah, the, all they the had DC the DC comics, logo yeah. with Rebirth. Yeah, and all that. But but yeah. but, but overall, the world was building was good. Bad. Like they but had it Jennifer Holland, like yeah. Henry Cavill's Superman. Like that. No, he didn't. It would. It, that's what. That would have made. More it should have been right a cartoon sense. version of his Superman. But, exactly. No, exactly, exactly. But it wasn't. It was a. But they had Jennifer Holland. You know, from uh, Peacemaker, Peacemaker. That was a great. And, and Suicide building. Squad. That was because. Well, that's what I was getting at earlier. Is that like she's just some government lackey who like runs this like prison. Right. So if you haven't seen Peacemaker or Suicide Squad, you you immediately know who she is. She's clearly has a relationship with the JSA. She's in charge of the prison that's cool but if right. you've seen peacemaker and suicide squad you're like oh it's that girl you know so that's kind of a cool little cameo that's what marvel does so well that dc is now just getting into yes. also can we get into hawkman i loved hawkman oh, I was let's get into the also because hawkman is by Wait. far the most confusing of all the dc characters i would i would go on like he has like 17 different origins like sometimes he's um he's a reincarnated god. Yep. Sometimes he's uh, an alien. Well, like sometimes right? he's well no so so there have been like five or, or am six. I just thinking of uh the uh the the CW show where that's right. how they made him but like also, reincarnated yes. Doctor Who. Yeah. So in the comics there have been there's one version where he's flat out like the Justice League cartoon, the animated mm-hmm. show, Starcross, where he's 100% just an alien dude. Right. Then there's a version where he's 100% um an Egyptian god. Very Right. much kind of tied into the whole like almost DC's Thor where he's like you know like he, he is the Egyptian god reincarnated and yes. sometimes he's like being reincarnated over time sometimes he's like a um, he is a archaeologist who gets like possessed by yes. that god and then there's also been a version where just like uh, in Thor Norse mythology is based off of a space aliens. There's been a version where Egyptian mythology is based off of Thanagar. Right. And then he becomes that. But they've gone out of their way to just kind of cherry pick. Because first off, he's always called Carter Hall, but he's spelled differently. Like if he's he's reincarnated. H something. If he's reincarnated and like he's a real person, it's a C. It's Carter Hall, H-A-L-L, like you would see a normal person spell. And then, like, if you have the Thanagarian connection, it's like a K, Carter, and it's like an H-O-L or something. Yeah, like, almost like a Kal-El. And, but, it's, what's interesting is that, like, his suit seems to have technology, because he had, like, infrared in the suit. Right. But, but but then his, but then his, like, helmet magically appears at the same time. Yes, so, so what's, what's great is, you leave this movie wanting to see more, which is a first for DC. Like, I, this is the first time I've seen a DC movie, and I'd be like, I want to see this spinoff. Oh, yeah, I want to see I want to see Justice Society. And what's great is, you, they left themselves open to have any version of Justice Society. He could easily have been, have a Thanagarian connection, he could have the Egyptian connection, or he could have both. Because they just kind of made him just kind of like this cool guy who can, like, fight and wings. And it's amazing how we're just so deep into like comic book movies now we just accept it it's a guy he has wings he has an axe i don't know he also it's an axe that also turns into like the mace a, the mace like we just accept it and yeah. they do a really good job of just yeah, he, like they were the, setting the, you, if you up look at all of them he, out of the four members we got of the jsa he had the least backstory because yes. at least with Adam Smasher, there was a cute little cameo by Henry Winkler to be like, oh, he was it. Okay, that's a family lineage. Yep. Cyclone kind of like had that line with Adam Smasher, like, oh, I was kidnapped when I was a kid. And, then and you saw in the in the thing that she was connected to Red Tornado. Right, like, exactly. On the screen when she went in. Because, so it was much more like Infinity Inc. Because Justice Society was supposed to be the 1940s DC. Right, exactly. And then, and then their kids were Infinity Inc. So mm-hmm. This is much more Infinity Inc. Because it's like the second generation. Also, like they mentioned that like... Dr. Fate is some sort of immortal, so he's been yeah. around forever. So, right, because he's great. like, for the first time in like 100 years, I didn't see my future. And he was right. like, I'm ready to be out of this shit. Which is, spoiler alert, obviously well, Dr. Fate dies, well, but they great, didn't just come back. And they didn't They didn't necessarily say that Dr. Fate, the Pierce Brosnan character, was an immortal. They definitely right. made it pretty comic accurate with the helmet. The helmet has survived. Right. Right. Prolongs his life, Prolongs you know, life. right? Yeah, yeah. But Because like, you see Hawkman kind of use the helmet at the end. That was cool. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I think that Hawkman... 
Hawkman, the JSA in general was, that was the one part of the movie going into it I was very lo- much looking forward to. Yeah. And they actually delivered really well on it. And again, it's like, it's one of those things where like, you know, they're, depending on the character you're trying to do, you can, there's there's a way to, and DC looks like they've finally learned this lesson. Yes. There's a way to introduce characters without giving them an origin story and still making them meaningful characters. And right. JSA was a little bit risky because like the DCEU as we know it, there's already two superhero teams that are more likely to be the ones you call on to fight Black Adam, right? You so already have a Suicide Squad. So let's talk about this. You already though. have a Justice League. Oh, right, right, It right. was weird that, like, why is it the JSA that gets called? Yeah. So let's talk about this yeah. for a minute because mm-hmm. I have a theory, given my many years of theorizing how the DCU <laughs> doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and how they want to reboot stuff. I think that when this movie was being filmed... Okay, we were at a point in the DCEU where we all thought that the Snyder version of the DCEU, which is where we got the Justice League, was dead and buried because by and large it was right because it kind of still is. Flash will never be released. Yeah, well, that's a whole. Other, we'll get this whole other thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's why they put the JSA in right. here as opposed to the Justice League because they weren't really sure well, how it, that was going to pan well, out. Because you, you think know? about it, it's like Affleck was like, "I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out." Right. Henry Cavill's been up in the air. Yeah. Wonder Woman two got trashed. So they're like, and then the guy who played Cyborg trashed the studio, saying he was mistreated. Yep. Like it, the, like all your main characters, Aquaman's getting Ezra pushed, Miller's you know? punching around the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like and then like I said and then Aquaman with Amber Heard just that whole shit yeah, was going on all so it's apart. like literally our whole entire team is just not yeah. good and, yeah. then, and, then, and then you watch Peacemaker right and like you have the silhouettes of Wonder Woman and Superman right. oh, yes. but yes. only Aquaman and Ezra Miller like are actually on screen you're right. like okay it's like what the fuck is happening here right so let, 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 let's keep on this world building thing because it, 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 it's interesting right I think that DC is quietly doing what I have said that they have going to be that they were going to do well, for a very long time. Well, the Review Podcast time. Network has been on this for years. <laughs> yes, right. Which <laughs> is, is why we exist. Yeah, to talk about DCEU Seriously. rebooting. <laughs> Which is like they're they're gonna cherry pick the things that work yes. and get rid of the shit that doesn't. And for a while, one of the things that worked was Wonder Woman. That's a whole other story, yeah. right? Yes. But the fact that, like you said, there's the Peacemaker connection, right? The Suicide Squad movie was a great movie. You have the Amanda Waller character she is, back, right? She's an like, underused actress. To have her be Amanda Waller, yeah. and for her to still want to be Viola Davis, still want to be Amanda Waller, she's great. Right, to show, that, that to is show up for like character. five minutes in a movie. Like, that's right. such a good sign, because you want her to be this like DC Nick Fury, because... Right. She she has this command of of that of like oh, these yeah. small scenes. She is intimidating. So okay, so that's so here's my big question. This is what I'm gonna talk about. You said she wants to be the DCEU Nick Fury. I can totally see that happening, but are we like I'm not sure if I'm comfortable because that having Amanda Waller be a DCEU Nick Fury, right? I is know where you're going with yeah. too far of a departure from her comic book character right. for me. But I, know, I she's agree. She's very with you. much the DC animated universe. In the DC animated universe, she yeah, but very the DC animated that. universe is flawless, so we can't even compare. But yeah. no, but I mean, no, but I know what you mean because yeah. like she had this like they introduced her in Task Force S where she's like has this like I don't give a shit if you die or not, and now all right. of a sudden she's like Hawkman, we need you, and it's like, well, do you like him or you yeah. don't like? Him? And not right. and not only is she, she is she is incredibly selfish and a and an operative. Basically, she coddles the. the who she has to. Also, here's what's interesting. So See, there are two uh, things. We have the Superman cameo, right? So there are two things I want to mention about this that I want to bring up, and then I'll, I'll let you guys finish. So one thing, she says she calls in a favor. Mm-hmm. So that means she has a good relationship with Superman, or at right. least a less confrontational one now, right? Which is interesting. But second of all, Superman was a late entry into this movie. If you've read any of the articles that have come out, uh, yeah. uh, that like right. basically The Rock, because he understands good movie making he knew that like some sort of like eventually here's what I want I want a Man of Steel 2 where Superman gets a proper sequel and we get to see a better version of Superman just like at the end of this movie where he has the John Williams more optimistic bright yeah. suit he's a good yeah. basically he's a all guy. the Snyder stuff is ignored yes exactly and then I, I would like to see him have his own one I'd like to see Black Adam have some sort of connection in Shazam too I'd love to have that I'm sure it will be. and then you want a Black Adam versus Superman movie and I think we're setting that up. And what's great is that Amanda Waller can piece that all together because now she's because you know 
she is like in charge, but not, and she can like send Superman on that mission. I like that. See, I agree with you, but for me, they're they're gonna need to explain how we've gotten there because if you look at the second Suicide Squad movie, yeah, it's very much like you said, where she's very selfish and she's just like, I have my goals and everything else be damned. Right. And if we're going off of that character, it Superman, doesn't make sense that she's now rubbing shoulders with yeah. Superman. And when it was because her Suicide Squad character was like, yeah, there's all these implants in right. your head and I will kill you immediately. And and then like the whole B squad who got murdered, she didn't give a fuck. Exactly. So, so now can, all of a sudden you care that that yeah. Black Adam leaves Gandar? Why do you care? Exactly. No, so think, we can I, we I can she get has a there. very black and white morality, which is she doesn't give a shit about the supervillains. No, but 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 the but the point the point is though is that this it's the Superman cameo, right? It's the fact that she's the one if Superman just showed up. Without, that's one thing, right? That's one thing. But the fact that she just placed a phone call to Superman, and again, they can explain this. There, there's still time for them to explain this, but as it exists right now, the way we've seen Amanda Waller behave, there is no way that Superman would just say, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking do you a solid, Amanda. Like, you're you're not a total shithead or anything, you know? Like, <laughs> Well, I can see her ingratiating herself to Superman in a certain way, which is the DCEU version of Superman is not hitting Clark Kent secretly very well. No, yeah. <laughs> so maybe she like helped protect Lois and or well, no, that's create his super identity. No, you're right. They like, can get there. They just need to explain it. Or like, yeah. you know, there's some sort of like thing that she helped out with Batman or because obviously she's has a connection with Batman too. Right. Also, you know, this is something that even though Batman versus Superman borrowed very heavily from The Dark Knight Returns, it never really understood the storyline. But the thing, <laughs> the thing about Superman in that is that Superman generally supports like law and order and authority. So whereas Batman is much more likely to be like fuck you Amanda Waller, Superman is more inclined to play along with governmental authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he's so it doesn't take too much to get him to be like all right. Also I feel like you know, it's not like he's like doing her bidding. Like she said she didn't tell him, she called in a favor. And she yeah. could have done something where he owes her one. And right. Also, it's not like he, like this dude is like super powerful and just took over a country. She doesn't it doesn't take much to convince Superman to be like, hey, maybe just check in on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of characters, what did you guys think of the side characters of the mom and the son? So this is the part I hate about the movie the most. Yes. This the the side characters of the mom the the, the whole thing right so here yeah. and, and I'll explain why it annoys right. the fuck and I did a lot of right? research yeah. on these characters too by the way I'm, so. I'm sure they're from the comic Ooh. books at okay. some point right so like, let me yeah. let me give you the quick, me, yeah. let me give you the quick one down okay so Adriana the mom so in the comics Adriana Tomas is Isis or becomes Isis and literally ends up marrying Black Adam now, it, here's oh. what's interesting because it appears as though Isis is the, the new Shazam but a different actress is playing her. Right, that's the one in the gold. Right. That you see in the which trailer. Which, of course, briefly. Isis was a character created for the TV show that became a comic book character, which is interesting. Isis was a spinoff of the Shazam oh. show. I literally Back in, like, became, the 60s, yes. That, yeah, that became that became a character. By the way, I recently I thought you guys were talking about the terrorist organization. Oh, Intergang? Yes. Well, no, Intergang, no, no, Ice, like, real world Isis. Oh. <laughs> no, Isis. You said she was Isis. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, no. Jesus She Christ. was a legit yeah. fucking No, terrorist. Isis, the Egyptian <laughs> god. So, so the Shazam shit. TV show from the 70s. I can't. It was successful. They had a spinoff, and it was a female hero. Yeah, I remember that. She was Isis. Yeah. And she came into the comics from there, just like Chloe Sullivan or Harley Quinn. She went from the show to right. the comic. And in the new Shazam trailer, the actress who played um, the Juliet character in um, in uh, what was the, the the Spielberg movie? Why am I blanking on it? Oh, West Side Story. Mm-hmm. So she is playing what appears to be Isis. She has the Isis costume and all that. Right, business. right, right. Yeah. So it's interesting that we kind of have two versions of Isis. Right. Yes. So that's who the yeah. mom is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. But okay. then, but then it goes even deeper because oh. in the comics. Isis has a brother named Amon, which they now made her son uh, in the comics. And then basically Isis, Amon, and Black Adam make the Black Adam family. And they like do their thing. And by Amon goes by Osiris, and his powers are, oh, he says Black Adam and gets Black Adam's powers instead ah. of instead of saying Shazam. It's deep. And then oh. my last point on this, one of my favorite shows, Legends of Tomorrow. 
retconned all yes, of that yes. and had a version of Isis and Osiris yes, in the that. show where they use wind totems. If you haven't checked out Legends Tomorrow, at least the Legends Tomorrow is a strong show. So, so okay, so, so every, that, that was my, that was my deep dive on them. So but everything also, you just said, though, and then currently in the comics, I'll just say one other thing. Currently in the comics, Black Adam is a member of the Justice League, oh, and if you're reading um, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is the current like DC crossover event. <laughs> Um, he joined the Justice League right beforehand. Was that like the combination of Blackest Night and Crisis? Right? Like, 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 like we can't come up with something original. DC, if there's ever a crossover, DC it oh, needs to be Crisis. Oh God, I can't. Yeah. So it's it's like a sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's it's really not that good. I, I've enjoyed a lot of what DC's been doing recently. I actually like Jonathan Kent. I like the War World Superman. And I enjoyed what they did with Supergirl, but like. And the new Batman is good is good stuff as always. But yeah, it's weird. They, so in the comics for the past year or so, which is ever since this movie's been made, right. they've turned Black Adam into more of a hero. He was the only person from the Justice League who survived. Like you find I heard there was a death of the Justice League in Justice League seventy five. Mm-hmm. And he became kind of like a mentor slash he's like pushing like Jonathan Kent, Superboy, who's now Superman, right, is like the in in charge of the new super of uh, the new Justice League. And Black Adam is kind of pushing him to be more, like, right. more hardcore. Because, like, we're about to have a crisis, so you need to be more... Of a There's always going to be a so crisis. So it's interesting that, like, DC in the comics has been setting up Black Adam as a bigger, more heroic figure. Like, he's still brutal and selfish. It's because the rock but is he also wants them. to he also wants <laughs> to save the world because Kandak is part of the world, so he yeah. wants to save the world. Right. So the side characters, right, I found them to be the most annoying part of the movie and honestly I think the movie would have benefited from not having them at all right so we're not having them as much at least as prevalent right and so also like, how are they living in that apartment with all those holes in it they, they went back to that apartment three different times <laughs> holes literally in the fucking yeah, but it's wall. happened over the course they, of like two they, days yeah, I was the guy like, sitting on the couch watching TV I'm like bro he walked out of your front door and didn't even use your front door like there's no way like, I was also gonna ask so how is that apartment so large <laughs> right <laughs> like uh, but I'm just saying they were sitting there yeah it's just odd so those so those characters right like they for me they only existed to they were like all plot devices right they were were all plot devices yes so then because then you have don't know anything then you have to explain things to so then you so then you have that like it all it all came to a head for me when she was the one that released black adam from his prison which we eventually learn is a prison right because at first you're like okay even at first it still didn't make sense but then when you learn that it's a prison it makes even less sense because basically the way they described it in the movie was that okay so basically anybody that can read this language can release him from prison because that's literally all she did but we're also on the inscription not gonna say evil inside don't open right. we're gonna make this like lovely flowerly inscription <laughs> it's very that, inviting that, that, can, that can go either way right? and we're just gonna hope you don't open it even though it doesn't say this is great evil stop what you're doing and so here's b- before I continue my rant about how much I hated these fucking side characters here's one of the big problems I had with this movie so they make they make a very good point to describe both in Shazam, in the Shazam movie and in this movie, how the powers from the wizard can be shared. By yes. the, the the owner of the powers can share the power. That's how the Shazam right. family gets their powers. Right. And that's how, that's how Black Adam exactly. Yes. So it based on that logic, the rules that you have established in your universe, she when she said Shazam Nothing should have fucking happened. There should have been no uh, lightning bolt that came down. It's one thing if that opens the tomb, but if Black Adam or somebody else that has the power is not the one saying Shazam, it makes no fucking sense. So when she uh, says Shazam and that lightning yes. bolt came down, no, it's I'm not nitpicking. I am not. No, no, they have established the rules very fucking clearly that only those with the power can share it. She did not have the power. He man. But no, no. But saying Shazam didn't give him or her the power; it just opened the tomb. No, so, it clearly shot a bolt of lightning down. But that's what opened the tomb. Okay, well that's fucking stupid. Then that's even dumber. That's even dumber if her if, if they move if their their little prison lock sequence allows a lightning bolt to come down. But anybody that can read this fucking language, Wait, like I said, the wizards. If you again, now that we're like really diving, like why you made a prison that was 
kind of easily accessible. It was just an unfortunate, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I was like, that that's the prison. And I Y'all are look wizards. The, yeah. That's what you're going to make? And I could even look the other way on that. Like, it would have been, for me, it would have been so much cooler as if she said her little thing, opened the prison, and you get that weak-looking rock that comes out, and then they're like, all, and then like the first word he says, he just whispers, Shazam, and then he becomes Black Adam. That would have been so much more effective because it really took me out of it when she said Shazam and the lightning bolt came down. Do you down. prefer that he came out and he was like that scrawny rock? Yes. Yeah, and, and then, then he has And then goes it. Shazam, because, right? Because she was the one that, because after she said it, then all of a sudden he's there all buff and mm-hmm. lovely, and it's like... Yeah, uh, lovely. Because if, if that... Because if... <laughs> Because again, because think about it, right? They make a, the, a major plot point well, in the movie. Over, he called the rock lovely. I don't know if that's ever happened. The rock before. is lovely. <laughs> no, but but think about it though. It's like a major plot hole because yeah, Hawkman says several times, "Listen, bro, all we need you to do is say Shazam, so you lose your power." Like he's Mister Mixon so, Picklick. Exactly. Like, right? like, so oh like, my god, but, I learned that name in but so But by the long. logic, <laughs> by the logic they established earlier in the movie right. with her. Hawkman could have just walked up to Black Adam and be like, "Yo, bro, Shazam," and it all would have been over. Like, right. you know, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he has to yeah. be the one to say it. <laughs> Speaking of the Rock, because I wrote this as a major note, his I want his acting bothered me to the point where, as I was watching it, it was like, "Oh, so it's a Rock cosplaying as Black Adam," and I don't know. Oh, he has one character, right? I think that's yes. what it was because I'm like. Oh, he's like the same as like the rundown. What was the rundown or the Fast and Furious movie? Like it was yeah. the same. And not that I think he needed an accent, but it just was like very much like he was just using his voice. Like even like when you watch Robert Downey Jr., he speaks differently yeah. yes. as Iron Man, and then when he just does regular interviews, just slightly, and you could just to tell the difference. So I will say that I agree with you, but there were it was weird for me. For me, it felt like he kind of came in and out of the character. There were some times where I felt like, okay, he's doing a good job as Black Adam. Yeah, And was, there were other times when he was like, tell them the man in black sent you. I was like, meh. Well, they did right. the whole Terminator 2 thing. It was like Terminator they, 2. Exactly. Like Which is, again, why those little side characters needed to but just not fucking But also teaching exist. him to be a human. Yeah. Even though he no, was they really were. Because there was but that point. he was a human. Like, that's what's so weird is that, like, I know he had been in suspended animation for, like, 5,000 years. Yeah. But they made him brainless. He was a person. They made him brainless, yeah. He was a dad. Yeah. Right. I think that was a weird part because then it was like, okay, like when they found him and they somehow just like somehow haul after he like got knocked out by the rocket or whatever, they somehow hauled his big ass up the six flights of stairs to the apartment and put him in the child's bed. That seems here nor there. Yeah. But then he gets up and then he's like, yo, fuck this place. And the kid's like, wait, sit down with me. I'm going to read about you. And he's like, all right. Yeah. And like just sits down and listens to the fucking yeah. kid. This, and I'm this, like, but which room. way is it? Are you right. brutal and don't give a fuck about nobody, or you want to sit there and read bedtime stories? Yeah. With the little all kid? of a sudden, he's in this. He's in this child's bedroom, a modern day bedroom with all these posters and pictures, yes. things that he never would have seen ten thousand years ago in conduct. And he's just like, yeah, okay. Like this, this seems normal. Just sitting there with this yes. fucking child also, that made no big, sense. One of my biggest. We want to talk about a plot hole. They made it a very big point that when we, they were slaves, they were speaking whatever language that was. He comes back as Black Adam and knows speaks English immediately. No, no, he has the wisdom of Solomon. That means he can like speak different languages. They've talked about stuff like that before in the comics. I know oh, it's stupid. That's so uh, but, cheap, but in, the, in the comics, not in the movie. Will's got a point. I never no, noticed. No, no, no. I mean, they should have. You got a point. I mean, though. I mean, yeah. It's something they should have explained in the movie. Uh, just but like, the line. He's magic, being like, "Oh, I can understand you because of the wisdom of Solomon." Well, see, here's the thing. You know what they, you know what they should have done. But right? wait, here's... it wasn't even Solomon because when they were making Shazam, didn't they use the Egyptian gods? Like, yeah. the S was Shu, Amon. It was still well, so, spelled Shazam. Honestly, here's wasn't. what they should have done for, and and because this is not the first time movies have stumbled onto this issue, right? And and it's like it's a. It's a uniquely American problem to have because we're so focused on these sorts of things, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Europeans you... speak Kondak all the time. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Ameri- I don't know a single American who knows Kondak. No, I'm or ta- uniform. I'm talking I've never about uniform. I'm talking about when you watch when you watch like sci like certain sci-fi movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. There's at, at some point you just need to because you can get too lost in the weeds to try to explain these linguistic issues, right? right. Where it's just like 
everybody just speaks fucking English. Like, so the, the, the flashback scenes with the slave, they're just speaking English because this is a movie that was made in America. They're just fucking speaking English. We don't, we don't need to respect the diversity of the Kandaki. Right. They're just speaking English for the purposes just, it, of the movie. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you know, no, no one's going to get upset about it. Like, when you watch, like, Bollywood movies and stuff like yeah. that, movies made in other country, they're only speaking the language of the, the, the people that are in the country that the movie was made in. Right. The, even the aliens, everybody's speaking the same fucking language. Like, right. nobody well, cares. Well, same thing like Avatar. All the blue people... Exactly. Exactly. So when you try to focus on stuff like this, right, that's how you get these plot holes. Because I agree with you, it is a bit of a plot hole, but they could have just solved it by just the flashback scene with the slaves, everyone just speaking fucking English. Doesn't matter. No one's going to sit there and be like, oh, oh, that's not what they speak in Kondok. Right. I would have preferred that more than... You like oh you spoke Kondok right went underground for five thousand and then you come up and I'm like perfect yeah because it makes it make less sense because English was not a language when he was alive right. in ancient times like come on you know it just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's just me that's the thing about though. the magic Egyptian god who's who flies and can survive <laughs> rocket attacks that I have a problem but with. But the English is what got understanding me. of multiple languages. So just my last point on these side characters, because the side characters were the thing that detracted the most from the movie for me. They they simply just really should not have existed. The whole the whole scene of them finding Black Adam's tomb, right? Like they could have just had a scene where the intelligentsia, like like instead of that 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 big reveal that the one guy was actually evil, right? Oh, just the one make, who ended up becoming yeah, Sabak, yeah. Just make the bad guys the bad guys the whole time. They're constantly looking for Shazam's tomb, right? Like or for, for Black Adam's tomb. Boom, they no, find they were it. looking for the crown. They weren't even looking for right. They're looking for the yeah. crown, right? They find the crown. Boom. Accidentally release Black Adam. That story works just as well as all this bullshit with his fucking skateboard and like, you know, oh, you've got to be a hero. You've got to be a hero. Come on. Yeah. I wanted to fucking Bro, murder and that, that kid. And then it's like, of all the things I gave the kid, fucking Cyclone and Astrastra gave him this quilt. <laughs> and they're like, put it around you. And then we're, she, I'm going to make it. And he's sitting there like this. And yeah, then the wind's the JSA blowing. like store. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I'm like what? The get this kid in- off the ship and go fight Black Adam. We, we, he had the quilt. It really was, though. And she's like, ooh, wind. And he's sitting there with his arms. I'm like, this is so fucking corny. I know. You know what it is? They put them in there because they were trying to put this storyline of, like, these oppressed people and they need someone to, like, bring them up. And then, yeah. and then it was like, hey. Well, yeah, they were talking about the limits of a traditional hero. Yes. Is that like you need somebody who's willing to not play by the rules and like so we're trying. So they existed to kind of because the problem with having a movie like Black Adam is that he is. I mean, The Rock has kept on calling him an uh, an anti hero, but more, more like. I wouldn't even He's call been a villain. That. He's been a villain throughout so many yeah. comics. Yeah, most of the time. And so they yeah. tried to because the Rock is playing him. They tried to make him less of a villain and more of an anti-hero. Right. So, so you therefore, just, they had to play up this whole like he's the he's only there one willing to do right. what needs yeah. to So be you done. just touched on the point that this is my biggest problem with the movie is that I have no problem with making Black Adam more of an anti-hero. His mm-hmm. whole you know the protector of conduct. I'm fine with that. For me, the biggest thing that this movie suffered from was the pacing and the timing, right? So they, 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 either, they either need to do one of two things. They either need to just make the movie longer um, or change the pacing, right? Because when you really think about it, the whole movie takes place over the course of roughly one day. Yes. Right? And that's a very maybe short amount. Of, yeah, maybe two. That's a very short amount of time for someone like Black Adam to have that shift in character like he does. Uh, With the movie, I, know, I agree. Yeah. yeah like what I they really what should have done was like do a bit of a time jump, right? Because like when they when they put him in the little like the uh, the DCU's version of the Raft prison, right? Yes. Like when they put him in there, I, I loved that moment. I was like, I thought the movie I, was going to actually end there. Right, I, was I, like, was like, I was like, I was like, oh, they cool. got him. I was like, oh. Right, and cool, like literally, yeah. they what they really needed to do to make his little turn more impactful was three years give, later. Three years later, right? Just like give you something like that. Give you like, give that villain time to breathe a little bit because it's literally within like they're they're barely they barely left the prison when and it's then, like oh shit the world is, like, is ending here. Yeah, yeah like oh shit there's just not enough time has elapsed it to was make very, me yes. feel that and then, again like you just said. Three years later, one year later, even like that would have been enough to yeah. just give you some time to make that breathe a little bit, mm-hmm. to make his return feel that much more impactful. Also, he comes out, he's got a cool new suit. It's much more like Shazam. His lightning bolt isn't tarnished anymore. He's got the black cape. He's like full on, mostly hero. Yeah. But it just, I didn't feel like it was earned because it was just like yeah. bam, 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 bam. They were trying to the shoot. Pacing was so fast, and they, I think they were also trying to make 
like a commentary like when JSA showed up and the mom was like oh so now y'all want to show up where you been at the last five years of my people have been oppressed they were trying to do this like try so hard they were trying commentary. to do this like people being oppressed and downtrodden trying to find hope like you know the zombies show up and he's like guys he does the fucking pussy fucking thing with this it's the pussy symbol yes I'm sorry it's a pussy symbol to me I don't know and then he's like pussy it's symbol they're like oh my god yeah let's fight and they were like oh i never seen one in real life sorry anyway <laughs> I'm just being honest anyway and then it was like pussy symbol and it's like oh my god let's fight the zombies and it was just like I think they either needed to give more time to that because it was already like shoehorned in there right. yeah because again again remember like, like when you think about it, the context of the fact that it's the same day like right. all the songs because they, they made it very clear that like not a lot of people in Kondok knew or cared about this legend of the hero and yeah they're like all oh the, the statue's there and it's yeah cool. yeah and all of a sudden within an 18 hour period they're like oh boom fuck the hero is back like let's take back our country like blah 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 right. like again the and after was, adam smasher destroyed half the fucking yeah so anyway. also the whole thing is too intergang is such a weird choice to be the occupying force because in in so, the comics they are there aren't they like world like why no, i kind of like no, the intergang no so in so in the comics uh, they were a um they were a part of the superman comics and what happened is that Basically, Darkseid, in order to prepare Earth for his invasion, mm. he was giving technology to Intergang. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's so why they, they were, were so like technology advanced Discord in the movie. and all this stuff. Now, none of that is mentioned in the movie. Right. But they had but obviously in, advanced technology but from, with the bikes. But from and stuff. the Crazy Stone, not from aliens. It was weird. But like, they I didn't wonder, really I wonder if we'll eventually well. see that. Where you know, the idea is because you know, this is obviously post Justice League, so we know Darkseid exists. Right. Or are they retconning everything? But yeah, know? but so, I mean, but in the comics, Intergang just existed as a way for Darkseid to, like, destabilize Earth in preparation for his intervention. But that's weird is because I don't see how they were really destabilizing Earth. Like, they were just, no, like, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they were made, causing problems in conduct, but, that's like, what I'm the saying. rest they of the made, Earth was fine. They made Intergang a very, like, small, because, like I said, kind of what you said, they were yeah. a worldwide organization in the comics, and here it was just like, oh, they just don't like the brown people of conduct. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's like they, they made him very, like, Dr. Doomy in that regard, which, again, I was okay with the, the final product. I think it was just, it, it very much, that whole plot for me just suffered from pacing and the the way of storytelling. Because like one of the things that I think that here here's the the biggest compliment I think I need to give this movie, by and large, with the exception of some of the things that we've already mentioned, this movie is relatively plot hole less. Like most mm. DCU movies are riddled with plot holes for one reason or another. Oh my gosh, that's this, why they exist. Yeah, this one is relatively plot holeless. With all the world plot. building they threw exactly, in, exactly. Right. As much as we've, as much as we've like. Like talked about all this, like negative things from this movie. I don't have to say it's an enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah. It's, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. I, I want to make that very clear. It's worth yeah. seeing, and it's very. Fun. I really like the twist at the end. Like, first of all, they really started on action right away, which I love because, like, big thing with the superhero movies is we do a half hour of like, oh, what the world, and I need help, <laughs> and then and then the fucking guy shows up. It's right. like, all right, I get it. Yeah, but like literally within twenty minutes, Black Adam's on yeah. the screen. Yeah fucking people up i did love how they were like listen we're not gonna do this like batman doesn't kill people you're like no he's killing people no that's a good point right they off were the brutal front. in this movie right, it was like good. from the jump yeah ripping right. arms off splitting people in half just throwing people clear across the planet so that you know that they died yes you didn't i did like how they upended the expectations like i said when he went to the what is it the underwater rafting i was like yeah. oh okay <laughs> like i was like the movie's over he's in a, and then it was like oh no there's more and then the whole like he came back as Sabek, yeah. and he was the real villain. And, like, he was interesting looking. The thing that was very distracting, though, he had the scarification, and the scarification, like, really, like, highlighted his nipples. And it was, <laughs> it was very distracting. Because literally, like, the triangle was literally right over each yes, nipple. And yes. I was just like, very odd choice for it, but work. Um, yeah, it was... Well, because, again, it, it goes to the whole, you know, like, the... The, again, the, the world building they did really well. The other issue I had with their, their world building or like sort of plot hole, not really a plot hole, but just like yeah. potential plot problems in the future, right? Is that like they established that this underwater prison exists, right? And they have all and, and the there's, there's, tons, there. there are tons, tons of people, of people there. in there. So like, 
who the fuck are all of these people? Like, right. and they how? all have different sizes. Yeah. There's some big ones, but also like, who put them there? Because obviously, it wasn't fucking justice, right? Like even like even I Marvel. Guess so. No, they called it. They called it. They called it favor. Maybe. <laughs> no, but how? Maybe, Lots of favors. Maybe the next Suicide Squad is like they all get pulled out of there. Maybe they're all in there. You think? Yeah. I mean, even Marvel didn't go that far. Like when, when you see the raft, there's like seven prisons, there's like seven yeah. cells in the raft. You know, like exactly. there are hundreds of people being stored in this prison. You're like, right. wait a minute, like who the fuck are all of these people? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I was just looking at like, okay, so now we were kind of talking about the future. So the next film, I didn't realize Fury of the Gods comes out in March. I thought it was like a yes. lot farther. Which than was that. the only DC movie we had a trailer for, like. That's what's yeah. so surprising is that like because Flash and it, comes and out in June, it's Flash not that much never, farther. Allegedly, 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 they're Flash waiting for box never coming out because it's just because if it was, they would have had a trailer before this movie because they knew this movie would be successful. This was the and they wouldn't have vehicle. shelved Batgirl. They, yeah, they they shelved Batgirl because of its connection to Flash. I I don't think Flash is going to be released in theaters. I think it will be. I, I think it's they're going to drop on HBO Max and forget about it. It's too big of a movie to drop. Um, all together completely yeah. and do a tax credit for but yeah because they already they already said that Ezra Miller has actually come back for reshoot so what yes. I think what I think is happening because again because they now that they drop Batgirl right they have to no we gotta put a few extra scenes in there because right. we don't have that jump anymore exactly because originally because like, like, like you said earlier Ed the Henry Cavill Superman was a late addition so let, let's be clear the original DCEU plan was to have Flash the Flash movie reset the universe there was gonna be no Henry Which Cavill could Superman still, because it this could be still, a different version of but Superman. it's gonna be it's gonna be much less so because now that's what these reshoots are going to be they're going to rebuild it so that they can bring superman back because henry cavill's and back on get board rid now. of ezra miller yes. I imagine like it's it's so weird like, just this, bring in grant gustin just bring in grant gustin this, just this stop last movie, right this this last movie has been like in the ether for like a decade since 2016 yes wait yeah this and movie then, got, this movie it, got and, announced and with batman filmed, versus superman and it's been filmed and and like ready to go for well they so really well they released already a teaser trailer remember like yeah. last they had a year? full trailer with the Super Bowl last year a yeah. full trailer and it's this never, movie was no, ready to go never get released yeah that's unbelievable like yeah. nothing like Marvel is making like profitable TV shows and movies that I are know like D list yeah. characters and DC can't release a Batman Flash movie yeah. so <laughs> like looking at the four films right so you have Shazam two in March which looks. It doesn't. It looks more fun than anything. Yeah. Um. Flash supposedly in June. Nope. Uh, and then I completely forgot about this movie. Fucking Blue Beetle in August. That. Mo- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. We're not gonna release Batgirl, but let's fucking release yeah, Blue, like Blue Beetle. Beetle. Get the movie. fuck out of here. Come on. <laughs> and then Aquaman in um in December. Sure. That's literally what we got for next yeah. year. DZ all over the place. So it's like this movie. The best thing that Black Adam did was give us hope for the DCEU because it right. brought back Henry Cavill's Superman, which let, let, let's I be, wanted let's to be have clear. a proper Superman. Yeah, movie. like let's be clear. As much as much as Batman versus Superman and Justice League sucked as movies, Henry Cavill does make a good Superman. Yeah, well, Man of Steel, I didn't. No, Man of Steel, no, Man of Steel was fine. Man yeah. Steel was, it's one of the Superman, few movies yeah. that's gotten worse because of what's happened afterwards. Exactly. Yes. You know, like it set up all this great stuff that never got to fruition. Maybe Man of Steel two finally does that yeah. Yeah. So it's, just, it's just unfortunate because Black Adam set up so much I'm excited for and then you look at the four films coming and you're like so we're not going to get any of this payoff until like years down exactly the it's going to be a while and they need to hurry up because The Rock is old he's over 50 like he's in really good shape don't get me wrong and he will be for a very long time but they well, they're on they're on borrowed time here I mean I, I don't know if you know this I think the, the Rock might use steroids so I don't think it's all natural um, how he looks so I feel like yeah. Yeah. He might be able to extend it more than the average. Yeah, person. but long term steroid use <laughs> I know, right? causes like, osteoporosis. God. <laughs> so, what else we got? Anything else in this movie? I think we covered, we covered everything, right? Yeah, I think I think overall, I think it was very enjoyable. It's the first DC movie that set up a spinoff I really want to see, being the Justice Society. And for the first time in years, I am optimistic about the future of DC. But wow, that's here, great. Okay, here's here's what I am curious to see though is. Is he in Shazam at all? I don't because I feel like he, I think he, I think have, he'll be the at the mid credits. I think he's going to be a credit. How a great credit would it be yes. if there was a bigger Black Adam part of Shazam? Because I feel like we now know this might be the future. Is using him as some sort of like future for the series? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested to see where Shazam ends up at the end of his movie. 
yep. like where he's at hero wise. But I definitely think he shows up mid credit scenes like, so what's up? And he's yeah. like, who are you? And because, then it ends. Because they've, yeah. made, they've made that connection with, you know, the wizard, Shimon Hansu, yeah. very clear. Like, yes. so there's a good possibility he shows up and I think it would be good for the series. I think it would be good. Oh, last comment, because we didn't mention her at all. I love Cyclone and I loved how every single scene she was in, her hair got bigger and bigger. <laughs> every fucking scene. And I was here for it and prop and props to the the guy that played adam smasher also no centino or whatever yeah. who's primarily just like been known as a pretty boy rom-com actor right and he was there for like obviously comedic yeah and he showed up though he he played the part well right. i liked him i liked the little romance they had between you know the, the implied romance between yeah. him and cyclone that was very good i think that you know, and then right and then one last thing because we were talking because uh, um because marvel's been dinged on effects I have to say, the effects in this movie, I was very happy. Bro, I mean, even though they made Doctor Fate literally like DC Doctor Strange, full tilt. Dude, the he fact, looked good. He looked but good. but it looks sick, especially with like when he would like drop like the fucking cross. And, and so shit. my my last comment on the effects, I'm glad you mentioned that. The the fact that they were able to animate Hawkman's wings so perfectly. Oh my god! You, for and so you know long. they were all CG, right? But they yeah. looked like they. I'm sure there was a couple shots where they did like right. real for standing, but like. All but, of that was CG, and but it the fact gorgeous. that he, the fact that he looked so good, and the fact that Wonder Woman for the one scene where she had those stupid wings terrible. looked so terrible yeah. right. is just mind. But it's the same fucking studio. Like, what right. is happening here? And then like, Cyclone, uh, like Cyclone, her like watercolor. Yeah, it was so well sick. done. It was so well done. Well, listen. Yeah. So for the first time ever, we are hopeful for the future of the DCEU. We hopeful. We shit on the DC. Yeah, we shit on the DCEU all the time. But that's the this, reason for this network. It's primarily <laughs> it's, it's primarily because the DCEU is easy to shit on. But by and large, we want them to do well. We want them to succeed, and this is yes. a step in the right direction. Finally, so we'll see what happens. Um, this was a great episode. I had a fucking ton of fun doing this. Can't wait for more DCEU nonsense. Mm. And the next um, episode should be Black Panther, right? Most likely it will be. Yes, which is going to be so much. Better. Yes, that'll be a legit. Uh, oh good my god, it's going to be a fun episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see you guys when Black Panther comes out. I'm Matt. I'm Will, and I'm Ed. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>